did your procedure go? What is in my ears right now? You're supposed to be passing gas right now. What? So depressing. What are you doing down there? Scratching. my ears right now <laughs> that started out so depressing and then he just <laughs> just, just let just let it rip out in that hospital bed so uh hello well, at guys. least he uh, can fart you know i'm happy to hear that like i'm happy that didn't stop welcome guys uh, to this uh very gassy episode today of the double we are your experience hosts. we are your hosts a uh, tall palm tree man and other tall palm tree man uh, I don't know. Fuck. I... <laughs> always, always, I always tall, always erect, but always, always, but sometimes cuckoo off the coconuts. I, I fucked that whole thing up. <laughs> God, the God, that sometimes tall, sometimes redo, erect. redo. Um, sometimes tall, sometimes uh, erect. But always cuckoo off the coconuts, and always buying RTX thirty cards. <laughs> yeah, you know if you can yeah. if you can manage to do that. Welcome everybody to the Double D experience. Um, that was a clip from what the fuck was that a clip from, Dennis? Um, it was called Biggest Fart Ever. Literally, that's that's what it is. That's what that that's what it's called. Was. That was like an exclusive YouTube video. Like somebody's like, "All right, you know, I'm gonna make this sketch about like this, you know, guy this, recovering from surgery and his wife." Just... No, this guy literally uh, in this YouTube video that y'all just heard like ten seconds ago. Uh, it, it was a post-surgery fart. He had just come out after his colonoscopy. Okay. And it has seven million views. <laughs> I don't think anybody's licking his taint. Nobody. No body. Some uh, one of my favorite quote uh, comments from this was, um, "I'm pretty sure he just spray painted the wall behind." Oh, him. <laughs> all right. Well, before it turns anybody else off away from the show, I wanna I wanna thank all the new followers we got recently on Instagram and the engagement that we've been having. Uh, Felicia, you're the goat. Thank you. Uh, I'm not a palm tree. You know, I'm half palm tree because I'm Cuban, but he's you know, lying. He's a, at least sixty percent palm tree. I I am where it counts. See, I told you. I've Why are like you lying, David? Why are you lying to the audience right now? It's actually a deepening concern of mine. I don't know what it is or what? where it's coming. I think it has something to what? do with being uncircumcised. I, you know, I, it's like coconuts off of my palm tree. It's just like you know, dangling there, and they're hard as fuck, and frankly, they hurt. And I feel like they belong somewhere deeper inside me, but it's not like a hernia where I could just, you know, just fucking... Wait, wait, I, 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 I just lost my whole train of thought with that. Like, <laughs> so is your balls broken? Like, what? Oh, nothing's broken. Everything's functioning perfectly as intended. Except your back. 
That's been today's episode of the Double D Experience, guys. <laughs> uh, follow us on the Instagram. You'll pull up the Fiverr plug. <laughs> fucking asshole. What? Uh, don't make fun of my back. I'm not making fun of your back. I'm just stating facts. I don't make fun of my Which we don't own. deal with in the show. Don't make fun of my own bad back. See, I'm literally pulling it up and I'm like, oh, oh yeah, I forgot. That, that shout, big shout outs to Dennis for fucking... <laughs> using the Instagram again. And that's not a coincidence, dude. We've gotten a lot of new followers on there recently and more engagement, so honestly... All thanks dude, to me. All thanks to you, actually. You're contributing for <laughs> once in your fucking life. A lot, <laughs> a lot uh, of them... Yes, thank you for but, calling Double D Tech but, Support. Believe it or not, uh, a couple of them were uh, good friends of mine, actually. Yeah. Uh, which I found... Uh, no one cares about you, David. Okay. Everyone here, Everyone's here for me on the gram. I think that's like our realms. Like we like split it up like the Roman Empire. It's like you take the Twitter, you take the Twitter, I take the Instagram, and that's our realms. We govern those two areas by ourselves, and we do not stick our beaks in and no and nothing and nowhere. We just stick to our zones, and then that's it. Nah, man, I'm definitely about to head over to the Instagram soon, bro. That Greek boy pussy got me questioning my loyalty to Rome. <laughs> You know, Mug, David, Mug like, doll, Roman Empire, <laughs> total like, war. David, honestly, I will be honest with you. Coming if soon I, to Disney DVD. If I had control of your Mug Twitter, doll versus like, the Romans. If I had control of your Twitter, like Shout your personal out. one, not the Double D Experience one. If I had control of yours, my personal Twitter, yes, yes, I would just say that, like, I would just like type and write like be canceled very. So very racist, <laughs> fucking raunchy, homoerotic, like type shit. Like just saying, it. like I want like ten dicks in my asshole. Like please, any volunteers, and then put the hand raised emoji. And I would love to see like all of your Smash community, like uh, homies, just mm -hmm. all dog pile onto that Twitter, and they're gonna just be like, "Yo, it's about time." We we thought you were never gonna come out of the closet. And then you're going to be so confused the next day after I hijack your Twitter because everyone's just going to be sending you dick pics through Twitter DMs. Oh. And you are going to be so confused as to what the fuck I did. And then when you pop open your Twitter for that uh, in that morning, right? You're just going to scroll through all this shit that I wrote within the span of 24 hours. And your eyes will just go from okay to cannot believe he wrote this <laughs> that is this sounds methodical how long have you been planning this like you just uh, you did that whole is, spiel uh, like this no is plan z this plan z <laughs> can't this is possibly my, this fail is, this is my plan z david and it's <laughs> oh, lemon scented believe it or not <laughs> it's evil <laughs> it's diabolical <laughs> it's lemon scented oh fuck you i think i'd rather get canceled I think I'd rather you I could just, like, honestly I could make that happen, David. I know you can. It was a fucking risk that I even put to myself when no, I started no. this like, fucking show. No, no. I could show. do it like I could do it. I could get you canceled within the span of 10 seconds. Ah, it's going to take a little longer than that. I no, mean, you got no. you got to get the tweet no. up and No, no, no. David, you underestimate how stupid people are. Cuz you see, I'm not underestimating could, shit. They tried to cancel could, Danny Sexbang off of some Think shit, some dumbass kid found on a subreddit. Let's not bring up some ancient history here. We're talking about the present right now. It's not ancient enough. It's it's ancient to me. <laughs> but uh, so so uh, basically, how to get David canceled in ten seconds? 
I'm going to put up a video. It's like a how to basic video right now. Yeah, yeah, ba- yeah, basically. A lot of eggs involved. Vsauce, Michael so, here. So it's going to be uh, this random white guy. It's not, it doesn't even have to be you. It could be any video of any white guy being racist to, towards black people. Okay. And then he is... Uh, I got to find one where the man throws a lot of eggs at uh, these black people. Okay. Uh, he has to scream the N-word. It's just you doing white obs- face. Like obscenely loud. Like, has to scream to the heavens where even Jesus looks down and goes, good lord. And I am just going to put an arrow to that white guy. He doesn't have to show his face. I'm just going to show, put a, point an arrow. Uh, kind of like the door of the Explorer clicker. <laughs> Can you spot the racist? That's right. And it's just going to have your name, like, just plastered, like, a right on top of that guy. And it's just going to, like, have the arrow pointing down <laughs> saying, oh, that's David. And then... And then you're going to be trending. MSNBC is going to say this is the worst hate crime they've seen in years. The U.S. uh, National Guard is going to get involved. The CIA is going to come knocking at your door. They're literally just going to put you on trials for hate crimes. They're going to literally call you worse than Goebbels. MAGA, no MAGA. MAGA, no MAGA. MAGA, no MAGA. After you're put under the jail, I will do a hostile takeover of the podcast. And I will finally fulfill what has been my destiny for the last 52 episodes. <laughs> Ross Al Ghul's destiny. <laughs> I am the Double D experience. <laughs> what was two has now become one. <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> Microphones. Powerful agents of the uninitiated. <laughs> but we are initiated. Aren't we, David? <laughs> Members of the double D experience. But now it's become the single D experience. <laughs> I literally just did like that whole improv story for like fucking four minutes. Jesus. That was about I've to been... say you. That was methodical. I'm proud of you, dude. You said you couldn't do I... that and you could do it. Oh, no, no, yes. I, I, it's just like writing Come it to down. Die with me. your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking I was, methodical, dude. I, w- I was wondering what would break first. Your podcast or your body. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for all the new Instagram followers and thank you for bearing with us through that story. Uh at least I at least you know, it's kinda of fucked up. You don't mm. want to know how you're gonna die. Yeah. But now I do. <laughs> But it'd be like a slow death, though. What I just described would be you, like you dying in solitary confinement yeah. in a prison. It's like that scene of the Venture Brothers where Doctor Orpheus goes up to the action man and he just holds his wrist for like a minute, like two years and thir- uh, two years and thirty-seven days. What? <laughs> From a stroke, and then he just walks away. <laughs> What the fuck? And then literally years later, like seasons later on the show, that's that's how the character dies. Oh, does he? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh my god, they brought that shit back. Holy <laughs> shit. Wait, David, did you... Uh, you watched Endgame, right? Uh, no, but I know what happens. Okay, well, do you did you watch Infinity War then? No, but I know what happens. Okay, well, there's a scene where Doctor Strange like, literally just goes through like 14 million fucking possibilities. Oh yeah, like, and how many do we yeah. win? Yeah, yeah, and it's just like one. And then, <laughs> <laughs> like, and then David David goes up to Doctor Strange and just kind of like, so like, so what, what, you, what you been doing is like seeing all the possibilities of which you actually stay on the podcast. Oh my god! And then the guy's like, so how many possibilities? Fourteen, fourteen million six hundred and five. How many do I still? How many? How many in there? How many in those am I still in it? 
just lifts up his finger. <laughs> well, at least I know that I'm living in the reality where I didn't get canceled. Because of my fucking dumbass co-host. Out here they, ruining they, my life. David, I'm going to be real with you. Like, you, like, one day, maybe it will happen, maybe it won't. I hope it, like, on the real, of course, I wouldn't want that to happen. But at the same time, I think you would probably weather it fine anyways. But I feel as if, even if you did get canceled, I feel as if, like, the first day, you would just kind of, like, just be putting your head into your hands, just like, oh, my fucking God. Like, you know, just trying to, like, not even look at Twitter. And then, like, the vitriol is going to last for a couple more days, and then I feel as if after, like, day three or four, you're just going to be like, who gives a fuck? And it just goes back, you just go back to your posting, like, your uh, stuff that you always post. Mm -hmm. And, like, you know, that's just, and then I'm going to just tell you, like, you know. It's it's unfortunate, David, that you're not as uncancelable as me, for I am a POC. But you don't act you know. like one. <laughs> I swear to God, if people actually like, well, fuck, now that's gonna get me canceled because I just. Said, <laughs> like, Do you know what a person of color accent sounds like? That is fucking racist. D- David, can I ask something? No. Have you Shut ever the fuck gotten up. You've been talking for like thirteen minutes? Uh, what? Have yeah. you ever gotten like tan? Yes. Like actually, like not like just beet red, like you know most of you white people do. Uh, yeah, gotten a little darker. What's the darkest you've been? In terms of tanning scale wise, like Wait. we're talking charcoal briquette. May mayhaps a very light flaky crust. <laughs> like a to- so you've never been sunburned. Like, like a toaster strudel. <laughs> I got plenty of white sauce on the inside. Yo, what, <laughs> plenty what of think, icing. How how do you think a girl would feel if, like, let's say, um, she was pretty tan, right? And you're mm-hmm. fucking her, and then you pulled out, and then you like just jizzed, like, you know, outside of her pussy. Like, you pulled out and just like jizzed on like her stomach or something. Okay. And you just yelled out like toaster strudel. Like. That actually that reminds me of something. <laughs> like, I was once with a woman, right, and she like took the condom <laughs> off like after I nutted. Yeah, and we were just talking for a little while afterwards and shit, and yeah, yeah. no shit, like she, like she was gonna like throw the condom out and stuff like that. She, she uh-huh. drops the condom, open side first, directly onto my oh. chest, ah! <laughs> and I knew it was happening, and I just put my hands in my face, and we just both started dying. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's I great. was laughing so hard. Oh, that's good. This is the same woman who took this, like that. Yeah, this is the same woman who took mm. like a giant swab of it off of her face that one time and asked me if I wanted any. <laughs> Which, by the way, the answer to that is still no. I, what I'm, a I'm not prone to eating my own jizz. I'm not bare grills. I don't drink my own piss for the fuck of it. I, I'm not. <laughs> I don't need. <laughs> I will consume my own bodily fluids when I'm dying in a ditch somewhere. Like, having to limp my way back from civilization after a long night in Vegas. I'm in the middle of the fucking desert, dying, like, fending off the coyote peyotes, just like I do in my actual hometown. <laughs> I, I have the whole thing planned out, but I don't know, man. You're talking about me getting canceled? The Smash community never forgets. Except for when they do, which is quite often, actually. And speaking of... Have you gotten... Canceled? No. What the fuck? No. Oh, man, you're boring. Oh, Okay. Okay, I'm boring for not. You're, you're not an interesting individual in 2021 or 2022. I guess I guess I should say, unless you've been canceled at least once. But most people haven't been canceled. I feel that as if they should. They it don't spices come up, back. Spices things up. Oh, you say you say that now, but then what if it happens to you? 
I don't have any social media and I could just turn off my Twitter. Like turning off my Twitter is like no fucking skin off my bones. And and I'll be real with you guys on the Instagram. Like I literally just post the meme a day or two and every now and then. Oh, I and I just started this now, but um uh every Friday or so, like, you know, I'm gonna uh David always sends me the the thumbnail that we're gonna be using for uh the episode. And I'm always just going to post up there, uh, essentially, like, just news of the episode coming out and what to expect and, like, some juicy topics mayhaps we may have on the episode for that uh, week. Mm-hmm. But uh, oftentimes, like, that's it. And as soon as that's done, I just turn Instagram off or, like, I sign out of it and just pl- go on Steam and play games. Yeah, who knows, man. Though and Maybe next time you'll actually post the link properly. Listen, David. Listen. I'm new to this, okay? I'm learning. <laughs> I am well, the unpaid intern that's just been thrown into the shark tank right now. Well, you want to talk about cancelability and people not forgetting. Mm. Um, I guess this is one minor topic that I have. Uh, mm-hmm. So let's make big moves just happened recently. Uh, that was a city in... Uh, that's a city. That was a smash tournament <laughs> in... A uh, major smash tournament that happened in New York this past weekend. And a lot of people dropped out of it because of Omicron. Uh, Optimus. Unicron. Uh, a unicro- unicorn threesome. Capricorn, um, Cap, Cap, the virus, yeah, Capicola. It's named after me. Yeah, Gabagool. That's my sign. <laughs> yeah, you know, a lot of people dropped out because of that. Uh, mm-hmm. My buddy, who was supposed to cast the event, <clears throat> literally got COVID the day before. The day oh. before, I felt fucking horrible that that happened to him. Uh, I was not chosen to commentate because I'm irrelevant as shit now. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, thank you, you said thank that you with for such like realist because it's fucking true i mean thank you for laughing at that when i said that that same friend who got covid he messaged me he's like listen mister you need to stop being so hard on yourself like he was like out of genuine concern and see uh, you can at least laugh at me (laughs) like yeah david nobody fucking wants because because i could also tell like when it's something like really really serious and like you know when it's something that also you're joking about well i'm joking about it and i'm serious because i'm not blaming anybody for i know but i I haven't casted a smash tournament since september I, I mean, know, but that's you, what you I'm don't saying. Do you, something still have that, uh, you still have that 50%, though, is what I'm saying. Well, now I'm able to if, actually look back on myself and realize that those things are my fault. I used to be more of a hater in that regard, being like, oh, I work too hard, get this. But, like, I didn't work as hard as a lot of other Smash casters, and they were more dedicated to the craft than I am. And a lot of the r- things that I got were because of the connections that I had, which happened more naturally. You know, a lot of it was put into perspective recently because of the seminar I listened to with my buddies. Uh, a lot mm-hmm. of Smash commentators who were doing that, you know, how to stay motivated and this and that. And it really helped me stay grounded. And even a little bit before that, you know, I've just been doing a lot of growing up last year and it helped me realize a lot of things. Like, I haven't done it in four months. You're going to fall mm-hmm. off a little bit. People aren't going to think of you if you're not regularly doing something like that. You know what I mean? There's no mm-hmm. one to blame but myself. You know what I mean? And, like, it really helps you grow a lot as a person when you realize you can blame yourself for a lot of uh, shortcomings. Just got to be careful with that. Make sure it's, you know, warranted. But, yeah, mm-hmm. I wasn't I wasn't chosen for that event. Uh, a lot of people didn't go anyway because of COVID and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shoutouts to Quid for winning. But the thing with, like, uh, that tournament was uh, ran by uh, my buddy Max, Max Ketchum, who uh, works with EMG. Yeah, it it is is a pretty good tag. And um, he prides some of his stuff on being non-esports. You know, he he didn't give a shit if you swore on the mic. He let people drink on the mic and shit like that. And it's real. And I like it. It's whatever. That's cool. But some people, a buddy of mine who's another Smashcaster who did not work that event, 
was originally going to go to it, but then he didn't because I, I I forget. I don't think he tested positive. I, I think he just didn't change his mind. I don't know the fucking re I, it, I don't know. But he was um worried that, you know, about some of the commentators uh, fucking drinking while doing their shit. And this is sort of an echoing topic of something that I said a couple episodes ago, like a month ago. Because we all know what happened in the Smash community in 2020. You know, a lot of people got fucking cancelled for being, uh, uh, Five Nights of Pedophiles. Five Nights of Pedos. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> yeah, so what happened is that, you know, one thing that happened is that a lot of people called for alcohol being banned at events, and here we are about a year and a half later, and you got people drinking on microphones and shit, and getting rowdy and shit and on the microphone and all that, and... You know, you could say about that what you want. Some people are afraid of, like, ad he said he was afraid of, like, advertising or whatever, not liking that. I don't think anything's going to happen with that regardless. I think it'll be fine. But mm -hmm. he wasn't okay with that. And it's, I understand that. I mean, I think some people sort of earn their keep to drink on the mic or, you know, some people are responsible enough or community figureheads who you can trust with these kind of things. But then he made a really good point in saying so were the people who got canceled. You know, they were people mm. who were fucking... That, that accountability's a little lost there, isn't it? Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. you can't just say, mm. like, oh, but, like, it's it's you. It's this guy. He's an established cop. He's a good guy. Nothing's gonna... Like, dude, you never fucking know. A lot of people that we thought were great, upstanding individuals wound up sleeping with underage people. So mm. that's not a fucking excuse. So mm -hmm. you can have your opinion on that. I don't really care. Frankly, I would love to be able to drink on the microphone, and I'm pissed that I'm not, you know... I'm pissed that I can't do that, <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? Uh, but yeah. mm -hmm. you know, the, the thing that only thing that bothered me was that it was so many of the exact same, and I'm not trying to go all holier than thou on anybody. I'm not better than anybody. I'm not trying mm -hmm. to sit here and be a virtue signaler. Cause trust me, I hate virtue signalers, but a lot of the exact same people who were crying to say that alcohol should be banned at events were talking about how funny it was and how hype it was that people were getting like lit on the microphone and stuff. So you're kind of fake for that, the way that I see oh, it. But, manufactured outrage. Yeah, yeah. Right? And then you have some people say they understand the dangers around underage drinking at events, but then do not bash the adults who are actually responsible enough and are trying to have a good time. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, but at the same time, I just think it's weird that mix. You know what I mean? It's like the it's Smash is like something that's so attractive to children, but the Smash community is not children. They are fucking rowdy ass people, and you know. Yeah, you know, personally, you know, sometimes with, like, stuff that happened in the past, I know some people who aren't really gonna risk putting their reputations and the safety of others online, but then if they're trying to get lit, just let them get lit. You know what I mean? Like, that's their attitude towards these things. And, I don't know, it just, mm -hmm. it's one of those things that really makes me feel like the Smash community is truly just never, ever gonna change. You know what I mean? I, I don't think it, I don't mm -hmm. think it really matters that all that stuff happened in 2020, you know, people are gonna be fine, you know, with these kind of alcohol at events and stuff like that. I don't know. I'm no expert in this. I'm not a tournament organizer. I would never be a tournament organizer for the fucking Smash community. That's the most thankless job imaginable. But, mm. uh, I don't know. It was just something that was on my mind recently because I saw some people talking about it because, like, it was on my mind, but frankly, I didn't really want to say anything about it because I thought I would get clowned on. <laughs> and but as David, we all know, as we just learned, I'm very scared of getting canceled. I've done but, horrible but, shit. But David, on the real though, that is a skill, in my opinion, that's very much missing from a lot of people. Not even just in your guys' community, but at the same time in anyone else's community, no matter where you look or go, 
knowing when to speak and knowing when not to speak is a skill that a lot of people simply do not have. Oh, yeah. And there are times, yeah, like when you feel as if you feel as if like, yeah, like you should obviously speak up, say something like if it obviously also applies to you or if it's something you feel strongly about. Yeah, go ahead. But I, I think the circumstances in which like a lot of times that may happen is in my personal opinion, very few and far between. And maybe my whole, I guess, way of going about this is a maybe perhaps a bit perplexing to some, but a lot of times whenever, let's say, I hear a lot of people have uh, differing opinions than I do about anything, right? And let's say in your case, like, you know, uh, if I was a part of you guys' community and, like, I heard that a lot of homies, like, they'd be uh, <laughs> getting, lit, getting lit with tequila uh, while casting and... And it's so weird. Like I've, I'm not that I've been a part of. I guess a lot of uh, communities. I I usually just kind of like, always be. I've always been like kind of a ghost within a lot of my communities. Mm-hmm. Like I'm there, but no one sees me. I don't interact with anybody. I just kind of observe. I guess. Oh yeah. I guess that would uh, be a better word. Yeah. I usually just and an observer. Uh, when it comes to a lot of my communities, but like. Maybe it's, I guess it's also because, like, uh, I know how um, how involved or how used to be involved, like, you uh, you were uh, within the Smash community. Right. But, um, like, I always kind of, I can't help but do this, but like, I always compare, like, you guys to a lot of other communities, like, gaming communities, like, for, like, certain games that everyone would know. And it's like, different, right? It, it's, um, if I was to sum it up in one word, it's a more immature than a lot of others that i've seen and yeah it and it's kind of funny considering like i've seen uh league dota (laughs) counter-strike Fortnite, even and i see a lot of those guys like you'd honestly think like these guys like uh minus even the players like the casters that they get for the most part like from what i've seen like I can't really say that they're exceptional. Like, and if anyone out there like can, it, you know, I don't. I guess has a favorite uh, caster for a lot of these events for any of those communities. Like, you know, I guess sure, let me know and like, perhaps like I'll check them out. But um, it's <laughs> like, like the worst thing that I've heard. Like games like Overwatch be in the news for is that like. There was that one Chinese player, remember who um who essentially got uh not canceled, but he you said free Hong was, Kong, and then the yeah, go- then exactly. the government canceled him. Yeah, and then you know Blizzard did nothing uh, about it because you know why would they? Because they're all about that t- you know deep in ch- corporate China yeah. asshole. Not even corporate China, the CCP man. Oh yeah. yeah. And they got his, he got his prize money back when the outrage was really that severe. Because even the casters who had said nothing yeah. about it, they got fired for that shit. Yeah, exactly. Them too as well. That and, hit home for me, obviously. Because yeah. I'll be like, okay, what if I can't cast anymore just because this guy said this and then fucking mm. corporate bootlicking overlords. It's so funny how that's true. You know, like for them, it's like mm. it's the company that's mad weird. And like for the Smash community, it's the opposite. You know what Nintendo I mean? don't give a shit. Because Nintendo <laughs> is the one who like puts their hands up and they're like, you know, like they're not the one doing that weird ass shit. I don't know. It's complicated. My brain yeah. is fogged. And obviously, like, it's kind of hard to like compare apples and oranges for a lot of communities. But I think in summary, it's 
Like, David, I think what you did before by not speaking is a good thing. Trust me. Don't let anyone ever tell you. People have gotten arrested, shot, and a bunch of other shit for saying real stupid shit that they probably should not have said, period. And I'm not saying that's going to happen to you. But, like, obviously the repercussions for, like, let's say you speaking up against something like that or speaking with or for... uh, for or against like you know what happened uh for that event is obviously not the same at all but what i'm saying is at least like you know it's a good life skill to have trust me like i, I probably uh, I would know. also want... i mean i know i, know, I, know. I usually but keep I, my mouth like... shut on most things most of the time most of the time i don't know man something... you go off the handle a little bit on twitter you know like <laughs> A lot of vitriol and hatred. They're like, you know, David, I'm, I'm gonna be real with you. Like, on my feed, right? I, I don't follow too many people. Like, I have, I think I follow my sister because she also has like a Twitter. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not giving that out. But um, oh like, darn, dude, dude. As soon as I like, I just read your like one tweet from you. I'm like, all right, that's enough Twitter for the day, and I just exit out of Twitter. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't need to. I don't. No, think no, no, I... no, no. I'm not. No, dude. I'm not giving you shit for it. I'm just saying though. Like, you're the most amount. Like, you are Twitter in microcosm. Like, I cannot. Like, I barely could stand Twitter, and I hate the interface. I hate all these stupid fucking like. I hate the whole layout. It's of literally Twitter designed in to be addictive. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, like, it just drives me nuts. Because, like, you know, I was coming off the back of uh, Facebook for a while. And, like, obviously, I don't got a Facebook no more. But, like, uh, Facebook and Twitter follow, I believe, the same, not algorithm, but I guess, like, the same formula in which to keep people, like, glued to the screen. And, And for Twitter, too, like, you know, they... It's just, like, a constant bombardment of, like, you know, oh, like, trending news, see who died... Uh, oh my god, there was a recent oh Bob Saget, yeah he fucking yeah uh, he, yeah he kicked the bucket like thing uh literally I think yesterday he did yeah, I felt and it's and I felt bad for this part too because he was fucking sixty five, the dude was still a kid for fuck's sake as far as old people are concerned, like only because like I've seen people literally cross through like the eighty line the ninety line. And we even heard, what, uh, Betty White? Like, when did she die? Like, at the age of... Uh, 99. 99. Turning 100. Oh, yeah, before her, hundred, before her 100th birthday. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And, like, you know, people uh, had, have no idea, like, what the fuck uh, was going on with him. Um, I personally wish, like, uh, the news and everyone kind of keep out of that. Because, like, for, his, for, the, for the family's sake, it's like, you know... Like if you paparazzi fuckers like thing had any of a shred of decency, like just leave the fucking family alone. Yeah. Like let them. They, they don't even know how he died yet. Yeah, exactly. They just found him in the fucking uh hotel bedroom. I think. I think yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. And and even uh, like some celebrity deaths like were kind of past my time, but when I found out about them like years later, like it just made me like. It made me feel a bit um, sad because uh, James Gandolfini, who obviously everyone knows is Tony Soprano, he died like at 50-something. He had a lot of problems, too, because it was pretty public. Like, the guy was uh, had a very troubled uh, life uh, before and even during stardom. And 
and then and then it was also like there was a lot of celebrity deaths now that i realize it uh for the last like couple months um even from last year like there was a uh, korean actress she died at 29 and usually when people hear about like uh k-pop stars or even uh korean actresses or actors uh basically dying that young it's usually ruled as suicide and over in the states like stuff like that is very much kind of taken seriously but over he- over in at least east asia they're starting to kind of like understand how important uh people who have like let's say depression and a lot of like almost like shit that would lead to suicide like when they have stuff like that like you know it's supposed to be taken seriously yeah mental health just not really a thing over there not as much as you'd uh, as people uh believe it is over here because at the very least, like, you know, uh, we have, like, they have hotlines and shit, too. Like, kind of how we do. But, like, I always feel, like, hotlines, uh, not that I've ever had to call one. And I don't know if uh, anyone had anyone in our audience had to call one, God forbid. But, like, a lot of, I feel as if, um, let's say, state bodies, like, all, all, honestly just feel like, oh, like, if we just have that and that's it. Like, we don't need nothing else. But, like... You know, we have therapy, uh, we have therapy and uh, a lot of like, you know, uh, things in place from the uh, government that you can use to like get help for that kind of stuff. But like, I, I don't know if anyone's ever had to pay for a therapist, but they ain't cheap no. uh, for the most part. If everybody <laughs> and, had access to a therapist, man, the world would be such a better place. Yeah. Except and for for the therapist. <laughs> it would be would a you, lot harder for you, them. And you cannot date a therapist. But they'd be making bank. They would be. uh, There was actually... They already um, do make bank. Yeah. Like, there was a a thing... um, There was one character in The uh, Sopranos, and she was a major character towards until, like, the last of the... uh, The last couple episodes of the show. And she was a therapist who Tony was going to see... Yeah. Uh, to basically help with his depression. Didn't they end, like, every episode with, like, just his therapy session with her? It wasn't always ending with it. A lot of times, like, the uh, the conversations they would have would essentially be, like, a central part of the plot for that episode. And uh, there was, uh, finally, I guess, spoilers to all of you who are watching The Sopranos, like, fucking 15 years later. But um, there, was an epi- uh, there was an episode towards the end where um, she finally cuts him off and just says, like, I cannot treat you anymore. And... Really? Uh, yeah, because like she just realized like he's a completely lost cause, and there was even this interesting article that she was reading, and I think it's actually a, a bit of a real paper, in that uh, criminals who seek out psychiatric help basically uh, do not use it to better themselves, but to but use it to better themselves as a criminal. They're basically using their advice to become a better criminal, uh, so to speak, mm. and. And I remember also too, like, uh, and remember, guys, like, t- The Sopranos like takes place around like early two thousands, before two thousand tens, essentially. Uh, so this was like during nine eleven and all those like years. And uh, she, I believe he, like, she mentioned like uh, his bill for for their session, and I was just like, oh my god, <laughs> like I just can't believe like like how much. Like, money she's charging. And I mean, look, I... This is getting into that whole, um... Like, what big medicine is like here in the in, in this country. And... 
I don't know. I like the just the thought of kind of shame to say it, like the thought of like people basically um privatizing and I mean like therapists are I guess already like a private practice I suppose but like hearing therapists like charging people let's say like 1200 per hour for a session and then like imagine just like how much money that one therapist like would have it's kind of nuts if you think about it and I mean like people can I guess the good therapist could also go on to say that like oh like you know uh like going off the record it's like I have helped treat a lot of people but you know there's also a lot of patients who are like almost they're like patients that are never even going to be leaving you know like people who are like are essentially on suicide watch right and and in the show as well like uh her name was dr melfi uh she had she's yeah i know <laughs> dr melfi well, but was uh, she? uh well i mean the actress who played um in Goodfellas, she was, uh, oh my God, I can't with names today. He was, uh, it was the main guy's, um, wife. Right. Lorraine Bracco was her, uh, was her, was the actress's name. Mm. Yeah, she was the one that was basically going on the intercom and saying like, you know, Suzanne's a hoa. She's a hoa. Like, you know, to <laughs> all the people within the building. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. So this is her like, uh, pushing, I think by that time, like maybe late fifties to sixties. She's very milfy and in the show and i'm and i was thinking in my head like you know i like she threw me a bone i i i I take it and tony like really lusts after her too and i don't know it like at least uh we could talk about how like asia is pretty bad with mental health over there but i think we're still kind of bad with it here though no yeah yeah you know i it's I'm blessed that I, I, you know, I get the privilege to go see a therapist. I've seen mine for years, and I guess it's helped me a lot more than I'm even, like, maybe willing to admit. But, like, it's... Can't help but just imagine how much better things would be if everybody could, man. You know, mental health, you know, we want to say it's taken seriously, but it's not taken seriously by the system. You know, things don't get, like, charged for that. Like, some companies are offering that kind of services now and stuff like that. But... It's just another one of those things that I feel like is never going to change unless there's some sort of magical systemic change. And frankly, Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's going to happen with either political party, considering Mm -hmm. that the Democrats platform is still literally just vote or die. Yeah. You know, that's what what Michelle Obama said recently, right? It's a lot of doomsday. Literally, it's the same fucking thing that they've been doing for years. They're saying, like, vote like the future of democracy depends vote for, your children. for it <laughs> vote for your children like the whole fucking thing it's like I, mm-hmm. i'm like so sick of their entire platform just being we're not trump that's it yeah. you know what i mean and the only reason that that whole platform of we're not trump worked in 2020 was because unlike 2016 mm-hmm. america actually went through four years of this guy mm-hmm. and the country literally almost fell apart and it even goes so, to say, too, like, they wouldn't even have that platform either with Trump. I even think Democrats should even be thankful for Trump just in that case. But, well, and I mean, it, it was telling... a bit of, no, no, no. I'm just saying, though, at least, like, for them, it was an effective tool, but it's gonna, it's gonna lose its luster. It's already, it already like, is. 
It already is, yeah. It literally like, already know, is, man. Like, what are you? Like, why are you just fucking threatening us? Like, why is your the, whole fucking thing just fucking threats? You know what I mean? You literally, yeah. you have the presidency, the house, the set. This is the time to make the change. You haven't fucking yeah. done dick to any of it's the like, one guy. fucking systemic stuff. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, you could say that Biden, like, they undid a lot of stuff that no, Trump not even. did, you know, they put us back in the, the climate accord, among other things, <laughs> you know, like, it's, things have opened up a little bit more because of the vaccine, so people were working again and stuff like that, which, I don't know if you follow Biden on Twitter, that's all his fucking account is, is bragging about how much better the employment rate is now since he took office, as if, you know, there wasn't a vaccine that came out for this thing at, like, the same time <laughs> that he went in. And I'm not that, telling people to, like, lean right of the spectrum or something like that. I lean a little left, and I guess I could consider myself more of a centrist. But the thing is, like, all the shit that they promised or the stuff that people are complaining about, <clears> I just don't think a presidency is going to change that. You know what I mean? It's like, this is actual yeah. just systemic stuff that's wrong with the country, and the mental health thing just reminds me of that. And the reason this is on my mind is because, again, Michelle Obama basically made some sort of speech or whatever, or a CNN article, all that good shit. Mm -hmm. Of basically saying just vote like the future of democracy and uh, depends on it as far as the midterm elections go. And like, literally, you have like so many of the branches, like, they don't have the Supreme Court, but they have the House, the fucking presidency, and they also have the Senate, do they not? They do, but the. F the thing is, though, there is one guy in there that's a bit of an obstructionist, and he's a Democrat. Oh, I Joe know. Yeah I, yeah, I know Joe yeah. Manchin. I've been hearing about his name yeah. a lot, but you know, it's just still like the fact that. Still so much can't get done when all that happens, and yet that they, they turn to us and they say it's our fault. We voted. We did the thing. And I'm not saying yeah. I wouldn't have preferred this going this way. I think the country mm. would look insanely fucking different if Trump got a second term, if I'm being honest. I'm, I thank God every day that we're not living in the reality that that happened, if we're being frank. And I kind of agree with Joe Rogan's point that if if he, Donald Trump were to run again and they put somebody like Michelle Obama up against him, I want to say that Michelle Obama would destroy him, but I still don't know if America's ready to elect a woman. That's a whole different conversation. That's part of the reason that I think Hillary didn't win in 2016. I'm going to be real. I, I think it's because I think it's also because she was a woman, among other things. But yeah, you I, I, don't you think thing? it's dumb that their whole platform is still just so fucking fear based? Like, it's always gonna be like that, though, because at the very least, even if we look back historically, like it, like it was almost the same way. I mean, not as much as, uh, like obviously the fear mongering wasn't as crazy as it is like thing today, but it was always there. Even when like this uh, country like was at its um very much its infant years, when guys like Adams and fucking Jefferson were like, going at it, like they also like. We're throwing smear campaigns in the newspapers. They had whole newspapers that were like perfectly, like they were like completely aligned with their agenda. All these guys were in the back pockets, just like how newspaper companies are in the back pockets of plenty of guys even nowadays. Except it's not really too much politicians, but more so a lot of like corporate media moguls and a lot of them. Yeah, lobbyists. And, and lobbyists, yeah, of course. And. I personally feel though, like uh, try not to get too political today, but I, was. I guess just some, <laughs> but just some of my thoughts on it is that like it's I don't think Michelle's the is the gal. I don't think she the gal. They're not putting the uh, AOC up, dude. No, I know she. I know they ain't. They're not ready for that. But the fact is, is that. Even now, four years, or I guess now eight years later, uh, or it's going to be eight years later, uh, America still ain't ready for a uh, female president. 
I don't I don't think they're truly ready for it in they're my opinion. Put up and, Oprah. <laughs> do you know? To be fair, look. If that way, she can own everything. Dude, can you imagine Oprah like just handing out free shit like <laughs> at her rallies, like how she always did in her show? <laughs> it, it, like honestly, like I mean, most rallies you get free shit anyways. Like, but like this girl, this like lady is literally willing to give you a Toyota Camry. <laughs> you get a Camry. You get a. Camry. I was about to say, bro, this bitch got the Dalai Lama on speed dial, bro. Like we're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna be giving out some prime shit at them rallies, bro. And uh, she gonna give you a car, you know? I'll vote for you, Oprah. I'll do it, you know? I'm, uh, I'm, I'll uh, fucking people, climb that ladder. People like have to. That's also a big realize, mountain to climb, like, my dudes. The the politics game is and always will be a dirty business. Monetarily wise, politically wise, and even publicly wise, it is a very dirty But just aren't you sick of the cycle of Republicans get power, they make every fucking thing worse, and then Democrats take it back from them, and then they literally don't do anything? Can can, can I be real with you? You know what I mean? That's the cycle. No, no, I know that's the cycle, and that's the reason why. Like, this next thing I'm about to say, like, remember that one episode uh, from South Park where it was like that Ocean's 13, like, fucking parody? And it's like... Obama, Hillary, and a yeah, and, a, and I think a couple of them, like you know, they were like, like they, the whole, the whole Obama-McCain election was yeah. just a front, you know, like the even the whole politics game in general was just like a complete sham. Like this shit's already been premeditated in the back room, years ahead of like years before, and everything is already like already planned out. And personally, for me, like I know for a fact, like a lot of these guys uh, that we know today, a lot of the famous ones, at least. Minus a couple others, don't really have any true convictions. Because their main conviction a lot of times is money. Like, if we're being perfectly real right now, I don't think a lot of them really give too much of a fuck about what they talk about on the Senate floor or in the House. I really don't think they give too much of a flying fuck. Because for a lot of times, they only saying it because they're getting paid, you know, from the curtain, from these lobbyists. Like, you know, Michelle Obama could, like, say whatever the hell she wants, like, and... I'll care just as much as I cared when she was first lady. I, 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 I won't. <laughs> but I and same for a lot of these other guys she too. Couldn't even get kids <laughs> to eat their vegetables, <laughs> dude. That's never gonna happen. I barely like broccoli, and I need Chinese food <laughs> to help me eat broccoli. <laughs> like I need to fucking but, get swollen. Michelle Obama couldn't even do that. Thanks, Obama. Like, <laughs> I have to be real with like David. I. I know a lot of people out in our audience like definitely are, let's say I, I would I'd like to assume pretty fairly politically minded, but what? Are you stupid? What? what? They're like a bunch of fucking kids. They're like you know twenty five to like the eighteen. Well, the range. people that we know. Well, the people that we know specifically. Are you talking like, about let's the even general say, audience? Like, Oh, I mean, yeah, okay, fine. But, like, I mean, a lot of them are, like, even, like, you know what was They're so funny? they busy playing like, League of Legends like, and, like, screaming like, obscenities into the fucking voice chat like, and all that kind of stuff. They don't like care David. about Michelle Obama trying but to David, shove broccoli down their throat. They're trying David. to shove their metaphorical David, 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 hold up. Hold up. The thing is, though, remember back in the day, right? We couldn't give a fuck about politics. When we were, like, let's say around the Xbox Live, like, Halo days, we couldn't give a fuck about who was president. Yeah, because life we is good. I live, I live in a house for it, free. Oh, you know, oh, and... oh, 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 oh. We didn't care for the debates. We didn't care for the elections. 
I didn't I had no idea who the fuck John Kerry was, but everyone's saying he was the devil. So I was like, okay, whatever. I guess this guy sucks then. No one actually gave a shit. Now I'm even hearing like, like, and these are a lot of like really dumbass white kids though. Like hearing a lot of these kids like coming just out of high school, like, like raving about like MAGA and shit. It's like, what the fuck? Like go play some CSGO and like, don't talk about politics. I was about to say like, bro, go do your fucking homework. Yeah. Like, <laughs> go, help the, do, go help your mom do the dishes. Shut the fucking idiot. Fuck like, up. Like, you remember that dumbass yeah. thing? Just like, oh, if you fall in love with two people, you should yeah. go for the like, second. Because if you really loved the first, you wouldn't have fallen for the second. It's like, oh my god, bitch, you're 12. This is. You're 12. How, this is how invasive this shit has become over the last couple of years, in my opinion. Because I I remember when I was a kid, I didn't give a. Like, no one gave a flying fuck about politics, period. Yeah. But now I'm literally hearing people getting just into high school or about to leave. I guess when you're in college, it starts to really, like, set in for you. Like, just how shitty everything is. <laughs> I suppose, like, and I guess even in the political sphere as well. But, like, when you're in high school, like, you know, no one could give less of a fuck. I'm just trying to get through these four years so I don't have to fucking see these people anymore. <laughs> you can thank social media for that. I mean, it's literally, that too, a, pro yeah, exactly, it's literally yeah. a propaganda machine and kids spend yeah. more time on that than that shit than anyone, so. Yeah. One and of the many, many reasons I feel like children should not be allowed on social media. Yeah. I feel like it should be strictly for adults. But that's... Like you, gotta, you gotta send in your social security number. <laughs> and they gotta see if you're old enough to like go and be on Twitter. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're 17? Sorry, kid, you can't be... You're, you're too short to get on this ride. It's like, next. <laughs> exactly, but like, there's no way yeah. around that. It's the internet, man. Like, their kids will find mm. some sort of way to work around it mm. or some shit. I mean, maybe... Maybe there could be, like, some sort of, like, private thing or something mm -hmm. like that. Where, like, I mean, I, like, in order for that to even happen, like, kids would need, like, a VPN or some shit. Like, I feel like teenagers would adapt to that, but I don't know if it would happen on, like, a grand enough scale to the point where they want to have, like, social media just yeah. that bad. But at the same time, it's like, you know, the internet is just this free and open source thing. It's supposed to be mm -hmm. this, like, freedom of speech kind of thing. So the only thing that could happen is if parents, you know, became more responsible with what their kids were doing online. And, and that ain't gonna and happen. God knows that shit's not gonna happen, man. Too many parents use, like, fucking YouTube as, like, their babysitter. And shit like yeah. that for kids, you know, looking at mm -hmm. beheading videos and stuff and finding little... <laughs> ISIS beheading videos? Bull, I remember those. porn that they got in the Jesus back corners Christ. of YouTube that's still there. All sorts of dumb shit, but whatever. Yeah. Um, I guess speaking I, of adults... um. Well, David, I, I just wanted to uh, get your opinion. Like, like even let's say, you think that whole like giving a fuck about politics just gets stronger as you get older? Nah, I think. It gets I don't, personally, weaker. for me, uh, oh, sorry. Uh, like, do you think you like let's say giving a fuck about politics just gets stronger like as the years go on? Because I think personally, no. for me, like I've given less of a shit. Yeah, same. Than I ever have. Same. I give enough of a shit that I have to without it deterring to my mental health. I'm not one of those people who, like, spends, like, all live-long mm -hmm. day and all live-long night, you know, just ranting about, you know, frankly, political shit that they can't change. If anything, what I rant about on Twitter is NFTs and how fucking stupid they are. <laughs> like, the NFT platform fighter that exists that literally does not even have animations on their characters and has, like, Lilat Cruz as, like, one of the main stage layouts. <laughs> It's disgusting. I barfed all over my keyboard when I saw it, and I don't want to have to pay additional money repeatedly for a character that I have in a fucking video game. I I bought the game. I'm going to fucking play it. That's all it should be. Not everything has to be crypto, you fucking virgin. How about you crypt on some bitches? Oh, Square Enix also. Did you hear about their news? I don't want to talk about it. So you heard. I don't even want to fucking talk about it, man. Like, that article was the cringiest uh... thing. 
He literally cited it as like people like what about the people who want to contribute more to the game's development? Like he's literally like trying to make it sound like they're victims and that the game is going to suffer if they don't have people continuously paying for additional content in it, ludicrous amounts of money because it's an NFT. Like dude, you already made a ton of money from selling the fucking game. Not everything has to be crypto asshole, like literally it would have been so much more honorable if you just admitted these things are gonna make us fucking wealthy as shit. That's why we're putting them in our games. Like I'm literally not gonna play Final Fantasy VII Remake now. I'm not. I I'm sorry, that's how strong I, I mean, feel no. about that shit. I, I personally, I'm still gonna be playing it, but I feel as if like going forward now, <sighs> like even just imagining like Kingdom Hearts, like the next Kingdom Hearts <laughs> I hope I hope that game fucking flops oh, so unbelievably hard like it deserves to. Because first of all, Kingdom Hearts I... 3 was legitimately not even good. Second. Ah. Second. Ah. Second. I'm only, say I'm only saying it just because I have that bias. I waited fucking 15 years for this fucking game. Yeah, like, that's why I it sucked. I, it's, maybe maybe so yeah but kingdom hearts I, came it, out nowadays it would get memed on to shit I, in the days true, of social true. media they'd be but, like combining disney and anime what the but fuck but the thing is but if the first yeah, game came fucking out nowadays, gay. Yeah. if the first game came out nowadays yeah it would definitely be like you know everyone would be like oh okay like low-key fighting goofy like <laughs> what is this that i'm watching right now thor beating the shit out of donald like <laughs> Just, the, just having that image. Speaketh just... not ill of Natalie Portman. <laughs> <laughs> but. I don't know how to do a Donald Duck impression, but if I did, I, I, don't would, think, I, would, I, I would say I Natalie Portman's a bitch in Donald Duck's voice. So, <laughs> <laughs> someone can make that happen for me. I, I know Send it to people. us at the Double D Experience 21 on Instagram. I know two people who could do a pretty decent Donald voice. I have tried so many times. I just I can't. I can't. I can't do it. I could do a good goo for you. I could do a whole mini, uh, you know, Mickey. But out of the three, I just can't. Why do Why damn Bank Ragnarok was that good? <laughs> End game was kind of cringe. Oh, uh, you. Uh, with the fl with the with the floppy ears, come here. <laughs> Can I help you, sir? A go, a go, a go, go. <laughs> it's like that one scene from Ragnarok when like Thor's like, oh, I can't, but he can, and then instead just Goofy just like <laughs> erupts out of the fucking building. <laughs> oh Lord. Well, oh. well, um. Ah, uh, man, I feel bad. Like, it's fucking Square Enix. Like, I know your games are, like, low-key on the weeby, cringy Dude, side, But, like, uh, seven? I'm still gonna fucking play Final Fantasy seven, bro. A game that's literally about corporations not giving a shit about the planet at the expense of profits. <laughs> oh my god, you're right! <laughs> the oh company god. that made that game is now trying to, trying to fucking put NFTs in every video game, and they're hoping that the rest of the industry follows that practice. But I feel as if the pushback that everyone's been getting is kind of maybe, it's still significant. Well, you're though. never going to guess who's like sort of on the NFT train now. And when I tell you, I'm going to be real, you're going to want to kill yourself. Tell me. Rob Paulson. Excuse me? Yeah, Rob Paulson. Like, the voice of Yakko Warner and Carl Weezer. <laughs> 
straight up. Like he he's literally getting like dogged on on Twitter for it because he's like involved in some shitty project. I don't even want to say like the name of it. And the reason he's involved in it is like I don't even think he's involved in it, but Tara Strong is because Tara Strong is actually like fully into NFTs, which is not even a little bit surprising. Aww. That's not even a little bit to do. Tara Strong's a moron. Like, she's like a straight up, like, she's like a straight up, like, radical neoliberal dude. I'm not even the, like, the least bit surprised. Weren't you pining for this woman? <laughs> well, yeah, she's hot, but that doesn't mean I, like, respect her fucking views on shit. Just like, you fuck her, and like, you're both in that post-coital glow. And like, she just goes like, so yeah, let me talk to you about NFTs. And you're just like, oh, yeah, uh, I, I gotta go. I gotta go. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, literally, I like, this movie is like, <laughs> sh this it's some dumbass movie that's trying oh to fund God. itself one frame at a time via fucking NFTs and blockchains. Like, they're literally making individual monies off the individual oh. frames of the fucking movie. That's what they're trying to do. And somehow, some way, they got Rob Paulson to talk with them on some sort of podcast about this. And they apparently postponed it as of recently. And I'm not saying the name of it because I don't want to promote them. Uh, they decided to postpone it by saying criticism and disagreement are more than okay, but hateful attacks and personal threats are not. We look forward to chatting with Rob at a later date when comfortable. Triple hearts. Like, nobody was attacking them. Literally just everybody in the comments were like, Rob, please don't do this. NFTs are fucking stupid. Like nobody was threatening him unless they were DMing him. So straight up, but yeah, and like he was like even Rob was like, oh, so much for like helpful discussion and stuff. Oh it's my like God. so bad. And I don't even think he himself is into this. It's just like you know he has like a bunch of his friends in the industry who are like Tara Strong, who I think is involved in this project. Which again, just disappointed but not surprised to find out that she's into NFTs. You know, but he said, while I appreciate the opportunity Blank has given me to discuss their project, it's clear that I need to educate myself on NFTs so that I can have co cogent, respectful conversation. Many of you have been very kind in suggesting I learn more and appreciate your patience. So I'm happy that he's at least open to hearing why they're bad. But at the same time, it's just like, bro, ugh, it just makes me want to barf. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to have to pay for like, you know, like additional materia in Final <laughs> in like you know Final Fantasy 7 remake part 2 I don't want to have to bid on that shit just so I can use it that somebody else owns it and pretending it's going towards the project it's going into the fucking CEO of Square Enix's pocket I cannot believe that dude wrote like a whole fucking entire essay on here's why you should make me more rich for no reason like, I'm not kidding when I say that that was probably one of the cringiest things I've ever read when he said that, like, oh, what about the poor people who can't contribute to the project further? Oh, like, okay, I need then, to pull wait. this up. Hold up. Oh, and then, as you're doing that, David, personally for me, like, maybe another route they may go is that maybe they'll be investing in a lot of that blockchain and NFT stuff into a lot of their mobile games. Because Square Enix does have, believe it or not, a lot of mobile games. Uh... I personally, I feel as if I believe guys like Tetsuya Nomura that have been with uh, Square for fucking since forever now at this point, um, I feel as if they'll probably say, go fuck yourself if you're going to be trying to put this shit into my game. Because Nomura is kind of up there with Kojima in the sense that they took they took care of their uh, of their works like very much so. Kojima basically said, go fuck yourself to Konami. And basically said, like, I'm going to make my own game studio. Fuck you guys. Yeah. And made uh, Death Stranding. Which is, uh... <laughs> I mean... Not the best game, but... 
man still can make a game. He's uh, he's he's very experienced, Look, as, you know, as we all know. But it's just such bullshit, man. I mean, like one of his excuses was that these hold the potential to enable self-sustaining game growth. That's bullshit. When you already have shit. Like blah, 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 listen, listen, listen. I, I don't know. I don't know about that. Because think about all the games that, like, you know, like, are... Think about all the games that had insane legacies and, like, great self-sustaining growth, you know, and stuff. Like Super Mario, Sonic But those Hedgehog, years are over. I'm talking Legend about, like, of nowadays, Zelda, though. Pokemon, Crash Bandicoot, Even Call Pokemon of Duty. still gets DLCs. Oh, uh, what, what else do we got? Splatoon, you know. All the, you know, all those games that, you know, people still love in today. Like, how would those games sur have survived without NFTs, Dennis? Without constant money being pumped into them like that? Huh? You think okay, Mario well, 64 would be a relevant game I'm if you didn't have to bid on the blocks? I'm speaking primarily, though, for, like, there were other ways to receive monetization. I'm being sarcastic! <laughs> you fucking idiot! What? I was being sarcastic! Well, I'm not. Because those fucking games have nothing to do with NFTs. You don't need them to fucking have self-sustaining game growth. It was Final Fantasy VII. People are going to fucking buy it anyway, and it's going to be a huge success. That's why I'm saying, though, people, like, at least these guys are real out of touch in that sense. Because this it, this whole thing hasn't even been fully implemented anywhere yet. Like, like actually implemented. Like, it hasn't, like, hasn't even been a single game. Like, there was even one guy, I think... On uh, Steam, he tried to throw in NFTs into his game. Yeah. And people review-bombed the shit out of him. He also took, a, it off the, also illegal. He took it off the Steam store. Also illegal yes, on it, Steam because Steam yes, it was against um, Yeah, it was against uh, Valve's um, user agreement with uh, game developers. Yeah. yeah. It was against that. And and I know, like, it looks as if, like, I'm as dull, like, I'm as, like, you know, thick-headed as a fucking post right now. But that's, I'm, I'm agreeing with you, David. I'm I'm not disagreeing with you. And that's why I'm thinking, too, like, it's just like, you know, maybe if they just throw this shit into the mobile games and keep that shit out of everything else, then I'll be fine with that because I don't give a fuck about mobile games. But, like, like, <laughs> David, I feel as if, like, you would renounce your love for Nintendo if they ever threw this shit in into their games. They're the one company who I honestly think will never do it. I think that, too. But I'm saying in, like, an alternate universe, can you imagine? Like, can you imagine? Like, I'll even say this. Like, most of Nintendo's, like, sales have always been good consistently. For a lot of their games on average, like, they do pretty well, like, mm -hmm. um, sales-wise. Can you imagine, like, the first NFT-driven Nintendo game? Let it even be a Mario game, right? Uh-huh. Let that be the one game that just serves as, like, the black mark on an otherwise perfect record. I feel as if that would send a clear message to at least anyone that, okay, maybe this thing isn't the most lovable thing in gaming right now. Like, maybe we shouldn't throw this into, you know, AAA titles, essentially. Like, <sighs> this whole conversation, too, is like kind of getting me, like, hungry. <laughs> it's getting you I'm, hungry. I'm, I'm getting, like, hangry, like, hangry right now. And I'm going to just throw my two cents in. I personally feel if they keep this shit out of our AAA titles, I would not give a flying fuck about it. If they throw this into, like, those, like, whatever games, like, Angry Birds and shit, like, oh, you got a perfect record on this map. Here's an NFT that is worth nothing. Like, <laughs> Bro. Hold on to that. Make sure no one copies and pastes it. 
if they do it for like games like that, I, I wouldn't give a flying fuck. Because NFTs, no matter how what your knowledge is on them, if it is vast or not, like even just hearing it and hear anyone talk about it just makes you go like, this sounds like a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> and yeah, that's my two cents. If they keep this shit out of our AAA games, like, I would be so mad if this shit was in Ghost of Tsushima. Like, oh, you need to buy this NFT to get this fucking sword? Like, go fuck yourself. Yeah, it's like they're just trying like, to, like, like make a way where they can see it as, like, printing money. Which is all it is. Them. Want, it's them making additional it, it, money for the, no additional that, content. And if they want to do that, then just do it for fucking uh, mobile games, then. Believe it or not, for a lot of these companies, especially even Nintendo, they even have their own mobile games, Pokemon Go and such, and a lot of others as well. Square Enix has plenty of them. If you want money off of these things, then just do it through those. Because it, it even it's kind of a shame to say, like a lot of these companies nowadays, like their main money makers, right now at least, are not AAA titles. Those are not the big money makers for a lot of these like uh game companies. It's mobile games. <laughs> and I'll even go on to say that mobile games are the are the reason why that a lot of like these companies even have the mass like the vast budgets that they do for their AAA titles. And it's just also one of those parts of the company that I guess if people can kind of just acknowledge that it's there but just also not look at it, it's like gonna be one of those things, then fine. But I usually don't type shit when it comes to stuff like this. But like if they ever bring that shit into fucking Final Fantasy Seven remake before it's even finished I will literally go ballistic. <laughs> like, I'll probably have an aneurysm. <sighs> like, I'll, I'll make that as a as a vow right there. But personally for me, if, like, you do it for mobile games, then fuck it. Whatever. I don't care. But you keep that shit away from everything else. Because I don't want to see that shit. Literally, what is wrong with, I want, this game looks nice. I want to play this game. Purchase game. Play game. Have fucking fun. What was wrong with that? There was nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? It's just like the whole thing about users wanting to contribute to the project. Self-sustaining. I'm contributing to your fucking company by buying yeah. your product, you prick. The or only products. thing I would be contributing more of if you want to like start like charging for individual items in the game and stuff like that is... Uh, what was it? Uh, it was either Reggie or Miyamoto who said, like, the whole thing about, like, selling half a game and then buying the rest of it later. Mm -hmm. All that shit. And just lining your pockets for literally zero additional content. Probably at the expense of your developers who aren't even going to be seeing this any sense for that money. Mm -hmm. Like, I just don't, like... <sighs> it's not the way of the future, guys, in my opinion. It's literally That's also not my... because it's not sustainable. The yeah. entire thing about NFTs is that people, like, claim they're great because they're decentralized and anybody can make this kind of money, yet all you need to do is, like, take somebody's password and you're in the blockchain and then you can steal all their fucking NFTs and then they, like, 20 thousands of dollars that they're just gonna fucking lose for being in there. It's like literally everybody who's involved in NFTs are libertarians who every single time they lose their shit, they're slowly learning why we have these fucking regulations in the first place. 
that's the thing. It's like, it's so fucking funny to see them all of a sudden be like, wow, I can't believe somebody could just come in. It's because you see it all the time in like the fucking crypto and the NFT community. Like they steal each other's shit all the time, as well as the art that they use to oh, fucking yeah. make them. And then as soon it's as the like, wild west out there, exactly. Literally. Like, and then as soon yeah. as they lose their shit, they're like, no security. I can't get in touch with the company. I don't know what to do and everything. And all I can think of is like looking at their profile pictures, that NFT, I'll be like, yo bro, that sucks. But I think you need to change your profile picture now. It's the only thing I can think of. You know, and it just, it's like, that goes to show that those things aren't <sighs> bullshit. I don't know what the fuck is. And in, I gotta say, in video games, it's completely different. Because in video games, it's basically just an advanced shitty form of, like, gotcha gaming and, like, you know, uh, downloadable content. Mm -hmm. It's not the same uh, thing yeah, as, like, yeah. those shitty AI pixel art that people pretend has value by, like, creating alternate accounts and buying their own fucking, you know, art over and mm. over and over to build the hype over it, sell it to some dumbass, like, some rich dumbass, and then just back the fuck out when they get their money. Mm -hmm. That's a little different, and to be honest, I think when NFTs start getting taxed, that's actually gonna die out. But I worry for the future mm. of the gaming industry because this, I, I, I really worry about other companies picking up these kinds of practices because if they do, I honestly think the format is lost. It's just gonna fucking suck so hard, you know, like, I, how, how do I phrase this? You know what I mean? The fucking the president of Square Enix thinks it's gonna see this meaningful transition, and I know they're all in on this. He says, I see 2021 not only as Metaverse Year 1, but also as NFTs Year 1. Given that it was a year in which NFTs were met with a great deal of enthusiasm, blah blah blah, you know. With the value of each Yeah, for about two weeks, and then people realize that, oh, this is fucking stupid. Content corrected to their true estimated, but there's still way too many people who are into them, and I look for them to become as familiar in dealings as physical goods. Hold on a second. Uh, also known as, give us money, please. <laughs> More money than you're already giving us. More money, please. Why can't you just say that, literally? I just, I, if they were honest about it, you know right? what I mean? But they're not. Lastly, they also can never be too. Games. Be they single player yeah. or online games, games have traditionally involved an unidirectional flow whereby creators such as ourselves provide a game to the consumers that play them. By contrast, blockchain games, which have emerged from their infancy and are at this very moment entering a growth phase, are built upon the premise of a token economy and therefore hold the potential <sighs> to enable self-sustaining game growth. This is what I'm talking about. Did you need to contribute that extra shit to enjoy Mario 64? No, you paid for the game, you enjoyed it, and it's still one of the most oh. played games in the world. It's like the number one speedrunning game to this day. Oh, yeah. It had a great fucking remake for the DS. You don't need that. Like, why? You don't need any of that shit to ensure your game's a success, and if you do, it means your game's fucking dog shit. Yeah. That just means the game's itself's not good enough. The driver that most enables such self-sustaining game growth is diversity, both in how people engage with interactive content like games and in their motivations for doing so. Advances in token economies will likely add further momentum to this trend of diversification. See, that's another thing about them that makes me sick, is they're trying to attract people to play their games in the guise that, like, hey, if you get our game, you can make money for no reason too. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, that's what Web3 is, as far as, like, the NFT bros are concerned. To them, it's like, Web 2.0 is like the, uh, any, you know, it's possible to make money on the internet now, because you can sell things on the internet, there's websites yeah. like Amazon and stuff. What they're trying to make Web 3 is, is that they're literally trying to make it so the entire purpose of the internet is making money. And that makes me sick. 
That just brings out the worst mm. in people. You know, that brings out their inner greed. When I buy a game, I'm not thinking, hmm, how the fuck can I profit off of this and make, you know, a ton of money in my crypto bullshit, you know, Mario penis dollars by playing this game. <laughs> Like, no, like, I just wanted to buy Final Fantasy VII and enjoy it for what it is, for the marvel of gaming that it is, but now I'm uncomfortable even doing that, even supporting this company, because they're trying to make it about the very thing that the plot of the game is fighting against, and it's just like, it's so fucked up. That's why I hate NFTs. So I'm, I'm, I'm thankful because I think literally as soon as NFTs start getting taxed, I think the whole, like, art phase of it... You know, with Crypto Bros and, you know, the Bored Ape shit. I think mm. that's not going to do as well because then, like, people are going to start having to pay taxes on the shit that they buy. And mm -hmm. trust me, when those people dump that kind of money into NFTs, they're not going to be able to afford to fucking pay the taxes on it once mm -hmm. they're the last person in the blockchain who bought the shit. And, and they're holding the bag. And they can't sell it to anybody. Yeah, you know, holding it, that bag. That in itself is proof that they're not going to be self-sustaining forever. But this is what worries me, Dennis, and it's the reason that I'm still talking about it, even though we said, oh, another short episode, blah, blah, blah. Um, We're ending it after this, guys. Yeah, yeah no, go no, ahead. for sure. It's because I don't see this going. If other game companies pick this up, I think we're fucked. Because, like, I don't see this changing in the world of video games. Like, video game NFTs and stuff, I'm gonna be real, they're pretty different than, like, the traditional, like, NFT artwork that you see people have as their profile pictures. Like, oh, put yourself in the blockchain, you know, buy the token to this art, you know, for $25 billion, blah, 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 over and over again. It's a little different in video games for the fact that, you know, like, they claim it's supposed to be about self-sustaining growth. It's literally just an extra money for these people. Mm -hmm. But that's what worries me. It's that it is different, so I'm worried that in video games it actually is going to stay. And I feel like people are just going to get to the point where they're not going to care even though they're not into NFTs. Because they just want to play their games, and rightfully so. But it just seems like another shitty way for the people at the top to just make money off of this. Which is so funny because everybody who's into this NFT bullshit claims that that's the exact opposite of what it's actually about. Which is not. It's a, fuck, it's a fucking Ponzi scheme. It's all hip, it is. Hip hypocrites for the most part a lot of times they don't even know that they're hypocrites that's that's fact as well oh oh this sentence oh my god this fucking sentence makes me want to punch through my fucking monitor it says i realize that some people who play to have fun and who currently form the majority of players have voiced their reservation towards these new trends like we're well aware that most people seem to hate nfts and understandably mm. so his words he says understandably so they hate this shit however I believe that there will be a certain number of people whose motivation is to play to contribute. By which I mean to help make the game more exciting. So I understand his logic there. Whatever, we're going to get extra money off the game for no reason, which we could help put towards the game. Are you going to put that towards making the game better? Or is that shit just going in your pockets? Yeah, because that also sounds like empty promises. Don't it. Mm. Oh my god, he's talking about... Like, I hate like, traditional game... I'm still reading this shit. Traditional gaming. Alright, guys, we're gonna end the episode here today. Traditional no, game... Shut the here. fuck no. up. Shut the fuck no, up, no Dennis. No one needs to, no yes, one they needs do. to know about... Why? What do you mean, why? Why? Because it pisses me off, and it's my fucking podcast, and I want to rant about it. <laughs> I let you rant about your bullshit, right. let me rant about mine. All right, you got five minutes, go. I got five minutes? No, actually, no, you got one minute, go. Oh my god, you're such a fucking virgin. Uh, traditional go. gaming has offered no explicit... In like, he's talking about these people who, like, want to, like, buy NFTs in this game as if they somehow are this tiny group of people. They're just like, oh, or I want to be able seconds. to pay into these. 
I want to be able to buy into this. Traditional gaming has offered no explicit incentive to this latter group of people who were motivated strictly by such inconsistent personal feelings as goodwill and volunteer spirit. 30 seconds. Like, what? That's not what they're motivated by. They're motivated by thinking that they could sell their pile of nothing to another person who thinks it's worth something. It's not goodwill and volunteer spirit. It's because they're trying to get rich too. Point is, I think they're bad because it just brings out the worst in everybody. People who buy these games to just, you know, try to get in on the NFT thing, they're not doing it out of goodwill. They're doing it because they think they can get rich too, and that's not the reason people should enjoy an art form. Imagine every time you went to the fucking movies that you had to, like, bid on a particular scene in the movie. That's basically what's Time. going on here. Time. Like, no one wants to fucking, like, you know, do that. They want to, like, buy a product to in actually enjoy it. Anybody who's saying, anyone who's saying it needs to be more complicated than that is just trying to get rich by doing no extra work. I mean, and thread. But even art. Oh, art time. Pieces. Time. Uh, time. 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 We're done. Time. 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 No, no, we're time. Stuff at the, uh, the Mona. Even big name like art pieces like those are just real life NFTs. Honestly, they're always they're always just used as text. That's the reason I always hated with. the I hated the modern arts you know world before NFTs were even. Well, a like thing. the big, but the big names though, like the pieces that are like literally going out for like ten million, hundred million, even like some crazy ass fucking numbers. I at least respect like, it as being different because when they buy the Mona Lisa, they hang it in their fucking you know. I still think that's the worst looking painting on the face of the fucking planet. The Mona Lisa, <laughs> it's right? not that good looking, honestly. I mean, it's not my favorite personally. I I like Van Gogh a little bit better. You know, Starry Night yeah. is one of my more preferred paintings. Maybe yeah. some stuff from the yeah. Golden Age and the Renaissance. My Michelang Michelangelo is my homie. You know, naked babies, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, whoa, this was our episode for today. God, it's fucking sucked, but uh. <sighs> so uh nft's bad um michelle obama president maybe question mark <laughs> question mark <laughs> they're gonna make coins out of her <laughs> tara strong hot milf invested in dumb shit <laughs> investors possibly you prestige worldwide wide double d wide <laughs> Double D experience, getting sponsors, unlikely, question mark. <laughs> Yo, by the way, guys, uh, we have our current price standing on uh, Open Seas at 50 ETH for the Double D experience logo. You can purchase that today <laughs> at the starting bid of 50 ETH. Uh, pick up a Double D experience NFT today. <laughs> David, our lifestyles have changed and we are learning to coexist with COVID-19. Can you imagine... If we made a double D NFT and it actually does skyrocket, the price, the price just goes over the fucking boot. Dude, that's the thing. We easily could. All we would have to do is that one of us would put up it as the NFT. You purchase it. I buy it back from you. Vice versa, vice versa, vice versa. It keeps going up and up and up. And all of a sudden, the hype builds up over the double D NFT. And then some dumb fuck who just has really rich parents and he's never left his house. But loves buy our podcast. That from us, but loves our podcast. So thank you so much <laughs> for your listenership. We'll buy it from us for like 25, you know, $250,000. And then all of a sudden we don't have to fucking work again for like another year. <laughs> or forever, maybe. <laughs> for, forever and ever. If, if we invest it right, the, yeah, chances are, baby. But I feel like if Remy was an idiot, <gasps> she would buy our double D NFT. <laughs> 
but she's not. So like she's like wouldn't do that. She would be like, dude, oh, if, I want to support the Double D experience and you know stuff. Dude, if we just had like one rich fan, like I think would be set. <laughs> That's all it takes. <laughs> all it takes. We need a Logan Paul for our fan base. We need one guy. Dude, we literally don't know. We could go on Open Seas right now and literally find the Double D Experience logo sold as an NFT, and someone stole it from us, and then there's nothing you and I could do. That's why we gotta do it first, man. We gotta put it in the blockchain first, dude. <laughs> All right, this episode's over. Suck Fuck my it. fucking cock chain. Anyway, David, put your fiver. Put your fiver thing. There it is. Uh, <laughs> Here's my. <laughs> boom. Bada bing. It's part of the cock chain, bro. <laughs> Suck my fucking <laughs> cock chain. Oh, dude, people were making NFTs of Etika. Like, please, fucking. Oh. Your fiver, put it in. Alright, so if you like my Fiverr profile, here it is. You can hire me for your personal project. <laughs> I do YouTube and promo and commercial and character work. I only accept US dollars. Please do not pay me in Ethereum. <laughs> that shit is, wor <laughs> shit is worthless to me. I don't want it. I was honestly going to like interject and be like, I exclusively take NFTs as currency. Who was going to have the new South Park bit? <laughs> and we only accept, you know, Ethereum and other cryptocurrencies because, you know, it's the future. And we all just, <laughs> and we all decided that centralized banking is rigged. So we trust fly-by-night Ponzi schemes now. <laughs> yeah, I know, oh. I know. Makes so much sense. I gotta Butters watch. I the, gotta watch some of the. The fact that Butters was the dude who was like full on the NFT train was just perfect. That was just fucking perfect. I Anyways, here's our fucking uh, socials and all that stuff. <laughs> Boom, Denise. We got uh, Instagram, which I had. That's my part of the Roman Empire, David. You take your half. Break boy, Potter. <laughs> uh, also, got me questioning um, my loyalty to Rome. Twitter. Ciao. Uh, we also got our other. <laughs> you take the moon and you take the sun. You <laughs> shut take up, NFTs <laughs> that seem like fun. Spotify. Your blockchain there, and you're done. <laughs> And as well as uh, Anchor as well, and a few others. Uh, that's all going to be listed down below. Uh, Copy and paste, because someone's always posting. Come on and feel free to join the blockchain. <laughs> free to join the cock chain. Stay a while, they're sucking on my cock chain, yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. Feed. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much. Decentralized uh, gaming real, is bullshit. Like, it's a centralized on real, company. On the real, thank you guys for listening to us rant and rave about non-real tokens. Uh, oh, this episode tired, man. I'm hungry. Uh, Dave, I'm leaving. Bye. Okay, see you later. Alright, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Stay tuned for next week. Follow all the links. <laughs> send us your questions, all that good stuff. And, uh... Be sure to send us your NFTs. I'm trying to build my uh, collection in my uh, my phone gallery. David, I, I, I just threw up. Omicron? No, Unicron, idiot. NFTs? Blockchain? Tar Question mark? <laughs> Investors? Possibly you. Retarded art for lots of money? Question mark? Oh my god, it's so ugly. Um, alright. Lights off. Yeah.